Welcome to Awakening Matters with your host, Cynthia Sloan. This show is about illuminating the very real truth. We all have gifts to offer, and we are born with them to share. I welcome those who are here tonight in body and in light form in the continued series that began two weeks ago of communicating with those beings on the other side, letting their stories be shared, their messages, and most importantly, their love. And so as I sit here with you, I'm surrounded in a room of beings and uh, with gold light and blazing white light throughout, and it is truly, truly something for my eyes to behold. So I hope that visual gives you an opportunity to join me there. This show is definitely about listener participation, and so I invite you to please call in. The toll-free number is 888-627-6008. Again, 888-627-6008. Or locally, 530-327-7602. Again, 530-327-7602. You know, last show, uh, I had the opportunity to share with you um, just a a small dot of light, uh, which was all-consuming in the lives of these beings that had their very real and um, light-filled, love-filled, spirit-filled, wisdom-filled experience. I want to share for those briefly who don't know what I do or why I've been given this gift and honor to share the many messages of Sacred Heart with me now and around the world. Um, You know, let me just touch on a moment that we're talking to beings on the other side. You know, they might not be here in the physical form that they were, but their voice certainly remains and the opportunity for their voice to be heard not only individually in our lives, but for those of us who um, are given the honor to be uh, a human microphone, a spiritual one as well, and illuminate not only their life, whatever message they have, and that's why there's so many present here that I'm deeply honored to uh, pay respects to your life, your vision, and your experience. Um, I myself have had four near-death experiences um, connecting with my own loved ones as well that I was at their bedside when they passed and have since communicated with them on the other side. And what's been shared with me all over the world as I have the honor to work with people over the world is that um, there is a defining similarity in what is shared not only about the journey of passing once the soul leaves the body, but that what is experienced by that soul. And um, I would say 97% of the time, they have a complete recall, the being does, um, of a review of their life, an illuminated review at that, unbelievably fast, 
but without missing a single detail, a person's testimony of the continuum of life, each part of their oneness and their individualized state is experienced by them from birth uh, to the life that envelops them in death and uh, to begin again. So it's, it's, it's something that is not only um, across the board in our human consciousness in that form, in the mass consciousness, that death often seems so final to so many um, that it causes a, a great amount of fear and it also causes a great amount of stress and internal pressure um, of it being everything coming to an end. And um, I invite you to contemplate that before you arrived here, you very much were alive. You're alive now and having the experience of being in this form now and that you will return to being alive in simply a different form in your life body and your light body. And I know that from my own experience and certainly from communicating with hundreds of beings on the other side and always in sacredness to do so. Birth is very much about experience. It's very much about experience of this dimension and experience in general. And uh, we have so many experiences in the scope of our lives, however short or long. And then death often signifies to many, not all, but the end of experience and the end of relationships that it's the end of the closeness to the ones that you love and there's a lot of loss and heartbreak and understandably so. I uh, am given the, the bird's eye view and um, very much have the opportunity at the forefront of what I do to communicate not only with one family member with, but with all family members of the beings that I assist in my readings um, with every reading. Uh, whether it's a guide of yours or whether it's uh, a relative that has passed on that has something to say, I am saying this for one reason only. It is a confirmation to me and to my heart and to my deep, infinite wisdom and knowing that life truly does go on and it continues in experience and in relationship. Um, so with that said... I would like to share the story of one of the beings who has graciously given me permission to share their story. So this is a, a female in her 30s, and she is actually communicating with her mother, who is still alive. And she says, Mom, I was riding my bike, riding as fast as I could to give you the good news. After trying to get pregnant for years, we found out I was having twins. I chose to use the bike because traffic was so backed up. It would have taken too long, and I was too excited. And I found out that you were just down the street visiting a friend. Also, Mom, the bike, I chose it to celebrate the children inside me. You know, riding my bike was my favorite as a child. And somehow, knowing that I had two beautiful beings inside me, which I had waited 
so longed for caused me to want to jump back on that bike and write it in celebration of the life inside me. It was then that I was hit by a car. Everything went into slow motion. As I flew off the seat, I remember each hand on either side of my belly, and then everything turned white. And I was moving upwards. Immediately, I thought of my babies. With panic, did they make it? I wouldn't get to know them. Are they okay? That was when I felt such an undescribable feeling of love and warmth. It moved not only through me, but it caused my attention to look to my sides. And there with me were my two babies. So not only did I pass, but my babies passed with me. And before I could even go on with a feeling or a question of, are, am I going to know them? They were right there with me. I actually was holding and cradling each child in the, um, in my arm and with my hand around their back. And so my babies are with me. So now, Mom, from here, I want you to know them. And I want you to know them in a way that you will know me and that you will know that there is no end, that the heart continues, the love that we have felt and that we have shared continues. And I know this because of where I am, and I know this because of the beings that have stayed with me and their hearts are just as beautiful, and their beings are just as beautiful, and so full, and so amazing as they would have been on earth. And the relationship of the three of us is here. It's happening on the other side, Mom. And so I want this opportunity, which gives me joy beyond measure, to share with you, Mom, who these beings are that you felt that you didn't get a chance to know because the relationships can and do continue on the other side. The twins are a boy and a girl. The boy, um, who I call Eric, he is so full of fast life force. He's in his light body, and that looks like uh, just the regular form of a boy, but tremendous light. And he is so excited to be with me. And I have to say, these two beings, the other is a girl, they're twins, and her name is Elizabeth. So Eric and Lizzie is what I call them. And they are, they helped me on the other side. Um, They helped me understand. They helped me to regroup and to reassess my life review, which was happening, and to have any kind of chaos become stillness and peace. And 
I just felt all parts of me slowly meld into place in into a peace that I could fully experience and then share that experience with them. And then they started sharing with me. Um, Lizzie likes to create. And, you know, Mom, on this side, we can create as fast as we think about it. Um, I was reminded by them, by Lizzie especially, that whatever she thought of, she would manifest. And she was coming from such a place of creativity that it was everything she manifests. I'm talking about that time frame of immediately when I passed. It's so beautiful, and it continues to be beautiful. It continues to be a collaboration between the three of us and others on this side who I have to really share with you, Mom, are creating for humanity on the dimension that you're still on. And that means when you think of something or when humanity is wanting something or in hopes of something and you're thinking about it, we are getting the pictures of what you're thinking and what you're wanting and what you're desiring. And we are co-creating with you a faster manifestation, etherically, to that which you're sending up physically and thought with your thought uh, patterns, and then we are manifesting that with you, for you, and on behalf of you, if that is your universal law of free will. To see the relationships continue, they really do, and they continue in such a beautiful way. They continue in a way that now I want to tell you a little bit about Eric so that you'll know. Eric likes the feeling of speed. He likes to move so quickly. He likes to dart from one dimension to another. And he communicates so quickly that he communicates beyond words. He uses uh, sacred geometry and color and movement to explain and express himself. And on this dimension, because there's a, a lack of distraction, it's so easy to translate that and understand it. And he's so excited about uh, what's going on with not only humanity, the opportunities that are seen and unseen, but how grateful he is to be able to make a difference. He's made such a difference, Mom, on my soul and my being. I have to believe and know that in my heart they're with me because they're here to not only help me, but to remind me of what is possible. And there's a part of me that knows that were they not with me, my focus might have been more on the earth plane before I integrated into all of it, into the wholeness, Mom, because what I found on the other side here is that I can be so focused on the earth while I'm also as focused on where I am and how the wholeness and the oneness and the the continuum is not only possible, it's happening. It's happening right now. It's happening every heartbeat. It's happening. 
and the life force just continues. And so I want you to know, Mom, that Lizzie and Eric are your guardian angels, and of course I am. And we're here with you. We're here with you every day. We're here with you in your thoughts when you're awake at night and you can't sleep. We're here with you to dialogue with you and talk with you, and we're here to be silent and quiet with you when you can't find that stillness and quietness within yourself. We are there to hold you with our warmth and our light and you fall into a deep healing sleep with us. It's so wonderful. I love you, Mom. And this message I want to give you so much for you to know that Lizzie and Eric are with me. We are together and we are with you. And our hearts beat as one. And I want you to call on me and I want you to know that if today, if this moment has given you any peace at all, that it will continue to do that for you in the future. That you will use this connection and that you won't let it go so easily. Um, I love you, and they love you. Thank you. Okay. So that was so beautiful. Tears are just rolling down my face. To be a part of that dialogue is um, really indescribable. Um, wow. Let's all take a moment and just breathe. You know, I left off on prior to her story, which was so moving, thank you so much, that um, there is a belief system in humanity that believes that the end of one's life is the end of experience and the end of relationship. And so there is the story of a daughter speaking to a mother from the other side about her journey and her experience, her perspective, and that's what I'm going to honor. And, and hopefully um, it will help you, the listener, and certainly it will help the, the mom who was able to receive this message. So, you know, life on the other side is not better than life on this side, but it certainly um, is a continuum. Uh, we have the opportunity to really experience a tremendous amount of fullness and deep-centered, heart-moving, um, I'm going to say soul evolution type experiences with, with ourselves and each other on this physical earth, but not, however, without our spirit. So see, the spirit that we speak about that continues life in a different form is the very spirit that resides within you now on this dimension. And in order for you to have the experience of depth and of movement, a life-altering experience, it involves the spirit that is within you now and that continues with you onto the other side. And so know that 
if you are able to have the experiences of being touched or moved by anything on this physical dimension, then you are in touch and have can, can consider yourself being moved by your soul and your spirit, the same one that is within you and that you will return to wholeheartedly in the continuum of your life. You know, T.S. Eliot wrote, he's a poet beyond many other incredible things, we shall not cease from exploration and the end of all exploring will be to arrive where we started and to know the place for the very first time. Isn't that beautiful? That's so beautiful. And that is so true to life. Life before birth, life during life, and life beyond life. So I invite everyone, those in body and out of, to know that not only is this a continuum, but it is a continuum on the path of your life. And I'm going to say, not just this life, but all the lives. Some people in this dimension right now, understandably so, feel an intensity around them. It feels like almost all the aspects of their lives is screaming at them, and, and not only screaming randomly, but screaming at them for change. And that change is happening in every area. And couldn't there not be one area of peace? And so I say to you, as I talk from people to and from people on the other side, but to people all, all over the world, yes, in the chaos of the momentary, temporary aspect of that chaos in your life, there is a place of peace. There is a place to go to that is knowing of the chaos but not defined by it, and that is your spirit and your soul within. And if you don't know how to get there, I invite you to take the journey, and I will take you on that journey right now. And again, only if it resonates, and if it does, then join me. And if it doesn't, then make it your own, and know that your spirit will join you there. So right now, be still and know. Bring all your thoughts to this present moment. Allow, if you choose, and your universal law of free will, for my voice to be your guide. And in this illuminated light of infinite love for you and with you. So right now in this moment, regardless of what's happening in your life, let us, if you will, take your focus away from the, what's happening and the chaos as well as any distraction from this present moment. And if you find my voice a distraction, then I invite you to, to just listen and enjoy. But for those who want to journey, do so as well, if you choose. So bringing in your attention, focusing on yourself, Allow your breathing to become your focus. Allow your breathing or the intention of breathing. And when we say breathing, we say the depth of going deep into the focus of that sound of breathing. And then out, breathing fully. And then in, breathing fully. 
breathing fully. Be with your breath and know that that breath is a guide to you. It's a guide to you because it travels throughout your entire body and returns to you in a continuum constantly. So it knows your depth. It knows all parts of you. And so join your breathing as a part of the journey of who you are. And if you can't breathe deeply, join the journey of the intention of being guided by that breath. And so now move into the center of your soul. I invite you to visualize a doorway in front of you. And if you've opened your eyes and you find yourself distracted by the very room you're sitting in, just simply close them in love and allow yourself to visualize that door. What does it look like? It's a door that you will open and move into the center of your soul. So first, before you run through that door, give yourself permission to co-create what that door looks like. That door is a part of you. It is not separate from you. And now, what does the handle look like? What does it feel like? Is it soft? Is it cool to the touch? Is it warm? Be with your breathing and then be with this door. The more detail you give to this door, the more detail you give to the feeling and the senses of it, the more you are in the moment and not away from it. And now open this door and walk into the center of your soul. What does it look like? What does it feel like? Is it an expansive temple? Is it as far as the eyes can see to the ceiling? Is it the floor? Is it a flooring that helps you guide, glide through it and follow your guides? Is it a library with books to the ceiling? Is it an ice cream shop? with every single flavor you could ever want. Know that the soul behind this door is not something that is a judgment for you or one that should come from you. It is about your attraction and your self-permission to create a sacred space that gives you a sense of comfortability, whatever that looks like for you. Comfortability and familiarity so that you will not only desire to come to this place, your soul, but that you'll know no matter how much chaos and change is going on around you or outside you or even within your emotional body, you can call upon that door and enter that sacred space of familiarity and you can leave the chaos. You can leave the distraction outside. Now, once you are in, in here, in this space that is you, you are looking upon yourself and it's 
it's really quite allowed for you to marvel at how beautiful or magnificent your creativity is and your journey is. If you are marveling or if you are in awe, if you are frustrated, then allow yourself to create a receptacle of frustration that gets transmuted. Or use the energy of that frustration to create, to break through a blockage that might say or stop you from creating a sacred space that you very much not only deserve, but know that you do already. Because in order to be in a human form, you have a soul and a spirit. So somewhere within you, you already came from a place of sacred stillness and peace and deep knowing. And now, this is an opportunity for you to return to it, to visit it, and to remember that you have within your grasp an endless source of peace, of joy, and empowerment, if that is what you choose to have in your sacred space. So be here now. Let us all be in our sacred space. Enjoy it. Create while you're there. Is there music playing? Are you writing? Are you writing on the walls? Are you painting? Are you singing? Are there echoes? Has the animal kingdom joined you here simply to celebrate you and sit in a knowing position of comfortability at all as well? Come to this place quite often and know that even if all you've managed to do is walk through the door and if all you're seeing is darkness, know that that darkness is soul evolution and it is not simply a void. It is darkness which requires light in order to become darkness. And when you're ready, you can ask yourself or give yourself permission to receive a chair. And from one altar to another, sooner or later, you will be the architect of your own soul and spirit sacred setting. And so whatever is going on in your life right now, know that this is not only available to you, but it is already a part of you. And one that once you start utilizing it, your external world will start bending towards that place of peace. Things that seem very hard right now will start to translate this inner, internal place of peace that you keep visiting will start emanating from you and affecting all parts of you externally. And I invite you with great joy and elation, call upon your loved ones, your spirit guides. Their agenda is not to have one. They are here to amplify your intention and to hold it for you. Here's a Sufi statement. Again, poetry. 
when the heart weeps for what it has lost, the soul laughs for what it has found. So beautiful. If you are still in your amazing spiritual place, I invite you to stay there for the duration of this divine dialogue, or I invite you to exit it and re-enter the room that you're sitting in and join me. Either way, you can hear me and know that this is your sacred space and it truly is yours to do with what you will. So this room that I am in, this sacred dwelling, this sacred space, it is surrounded by beings who want to share their story personally, individually, and globally. And so here an individual steps forth that I truly want to share um, their perspective and just a glimpse into their life that they shared with me earlier. This is a male, um, a grown man in his 50s, and uh, he wants you to know that he was very creative in his life. He had a big family. He had tremendous success. Uh, he experienced success on many different levels. Uh, he experienced success monetarily. He experienced success in uh, confirmation and validation of what he created, his words, his vision, his truth. He experienced success in love, his uh, relationships and his family members. He experienced success in having whatever it is that he desired and when he wanted it. He experienced success not only in this physical dimension, but he experienced success uh, through moments of stillness where he felt that the success of reaching in and going far out into his mind and daydreaming and night dreaming were one to him, and he experienced receiving much of his artistic work, word-wise and in other forms, through capturing these scenes and these words and these landscapes and putting them down on paper and then allowing his mind to fill in the rest, allowing his soul to inform him of what the next project was, not only to be about, but how it might sound. There was one aspect about this being that felt unfulfilled. On a humanistic level, in conscious recognition, he had everything by the eyes of others that he could want, and then some. But what he's here to tell you is that if you're not struggling monetarily, if you're not struggling 
uh, with love, if you're not struggling with so much of what he was not struggling with, then what is left is in his perception, and I truly honor his perception and tell you his story as it was told to me, is that what is resoundingly clear and utmost importance is once you have filled in all the blanks of your humanity, all the needs and all the fulfillment your humanity could desire, then you're left with looking at your spirit and wanting to connect bigger, he said, and deeper and farther and knowing because he had everything and he felt within him there must be more. And he wanted that experience. And so in his wanting of that experience, he consciously, and this is an individual who is consciously in their universal law of free will, choosing their outcome. And so he consciously chose to exit. And in that conscious choice, he wrote his letters. He wrote his truths. He sent information to be received after he was gone. And he went to go, and these are his words verbatim, he went to go collect himself. And collecting himself meant to him the opportunity to go experience what was left in his humanity on the other side. And truly, that is what he has done. And so when I say to you that the experience continues, I say to you that the experience of life on the other side does indeed continue. And regardless of how you exited this dimension, you will find life on the other side um, available to you and not only available to you, but to those you've left behind. Since then, since his passing, which was quite recently, he has experienced parts of his soul evolution, as uh, he wanted me to call it, in the celebration of life and the celebration of love. And he actually, one of his greatest desires was to return after leaving his body, to return and somehow it gave validation to his liveness being that to return and connect with physical people that he loved and left here on earth, that to connect with them, um, to let them know that he was in their physical space was somehow not only validating to him, but one of the greatest, uh, the way he put it, works of his art, because it validated to those he left behind that life absolutely and indeed does continue. Um, those who he visited were, uh, they all had many different experiences, let me put it that way, but they all did have the resounding experience he wanted, and what that was their awakening that life continued. <laughs> Thank you. 
thank you for the opportunity. You know, there are so many beings here, and thank you for the opportunity to share that piece. And yes, you may return. I would be honored to hear the beginning and the middle because we just touched on the continuum, not the end. Um, There are so many beings who want to absolutely not only validate life, but validate that your life while you're alive matters and can be as fulfilling as and as creative and as healing as an ancestor of yours, as a being who's walked the earth and changed the landscape of it in their past, whether they created a body of work that uh, helped humanity or awakened humanity or facilitated humanity, whether it is a being who has passed on recently or a being who has passed on centuries ago, what they have to say, their voice still matters, and your voice in your human body and being matters. I want to share with you what was given to me verbatim, word for word, from Nostradamus, and that was, if you were to gather all these people that are around here and ask them about their lives, you would see the same rhythm as yours. It would not be surprising to see the quatrains speak of time frames and blocks of existence where those who are existing are pulled together in a centrifugal force of nature that gather in the same rhythm collectively in that circle until one steps out of it. The the geometry scatters or is removed and attached to other quatrains in a collective consciousness in groups of rhythms and movements. He's continuing to say, I would create the first blueprint with the vision and the language that sustained itself, collapsing all others in rhythm to the future. In fact, humanity has been influenced by its own self from the past. The opportunity that we are having is brilliant because it it is about creating a new rhythm for the present moment to no longer be predicted by the past. And what has become humanity's cycle of repetition, let this body of work break that cycle and become an emerging activation of construction. I thank you, Nostradamus, for your words, your wisdom, and for the infinite knowing that has just moved through every cell in my being that not only can we help each other while we are on earth, but the wisdom of those who have passed can also help us, not only here, but on the other side. Mr. Thomas was speaking about communities. He was speaking about physical communities as well as consciousness in communities and possibly humanities communities. 
he was speaking of the science, his science, and he gave me more information on that, which I'll share as well another time. But know that expressing yourself to yourself, you are heard by the universe. And if no one in your physicality hears you or validates that, that truth and that knowing, know that the universe does. And the beings that are still living their lives on the other side are validating you and your truth as well. I want to share a saying. This is by Gabriel Garcia Marquez. He allowed himself to be swayed by his conviction that human beings are not born once and for all on the day their mothers give birth to them, but that life obliges them over and over again to give birth to themselves. Life offers you the experience to give birth to yourself over and over and over. And passing continues to offer you the same in a different form. One of the things about passing, about death, is there's great peace, especially if you see your loved one suffering. There's the knowing that, or let me put it to you this way, if you question wholeheartedly and authentically, is my loved one all right on the other side? Are they still suffering? I can tell you, no, they are not. They are at peace and they are not suffering. They want now for your suffering to ease. They want now to be the healing hands you were to them in their moment. They want to be the energy and the warmth and the love holding you now as you want to help them. They want to be there for you in the way that you were there for them. So no, allow yourself to release the belief that they are suffering. And if you are suffering, allow yourself to receive what they have to offer. Because when they were in their suffering, did it not fill you and give you a feeling like no other to be able to know that even if for a moment you're stroking their hair, you're holding their hand, or you're covering them with a blanket, gave them a moment, if just that, of soothing love. Think of the joy you will give to those very beloved on the other side and allowing them to do that for you now and to do that for you for the rest of your life. I give an ending thanks to all who are here in body and in life form. And my love goes out to you. My light does. And the constant knowing that spirit will hold the light for you 
and the knowing, even if you doubt it, until you can hold it alongside them. Tune in for this ongoing series two weeks from tonight at 8 p.m., Awakening Matters. And know you can contact me via my website, Cynthia, C as in cat, Y-N-T-H-I-A, last name of Sloan, S as in Sam, L-O-N, there's no A or E, the number 9.com. Again, Cynthia Sloan, S-L-O-N. And the reason it's pronounced Sloan and not Sloan is because in Brazil, which I am from, there's a little hat over the O, which makes it Sloan. And so there's no need for the A or E on uh, the name here. So CynthiaSloan9.com. I also have an ongoing blog, which I invite you to join, which you can do so, and share with your friends and family. It is such an unending source of joy and constant um, gratitude for me. Um, Tune in two weeks from tonight. I thank you all. And as always, this is Cynthia Sloan. And only if it resonates, make it your own.